most international sports and entertainment news. Radio on GTR. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, we are working to secure release of kidnapped Pentecost Deacon Ghana's SA mission. We will petition Shiraj over alleged military brutalities, says Garu MP, tagging demonstrators as NDC unwarranted, Sekendita Kwade Youth Group fumes at Ochridakon. And in other stories, NPP presidential primaries, we will rally around winner on November 4, says Ochridakon. This business sports and showbiz is coming. In this morning's bulletin, the news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, let's settle for the details. Ghana's High Commission in Pretoria, South Africa, says it is working with the Church of Pentecost COP and the South African Police Service to ensure the speedy and safe release and return of the COPD king who was kidnapped on Sunday, October 29. 2023 this follows an incident in which members of the johannesburg branch of the ghanaian cop were robbed of their valuables at gunpoint and a deacon of the church was kidnapped during a church service sunday the high commission of ghana said in a statement issued monday that mission is presently working with the church in cooperation with the south africa police service to ensure the speedy and safe release and return of the victim to his family the high commission further advised all members of the ghanaian community to take necessary precautions to ensure their safety and well-being now the member of parliament for garu albert alalzuga akuka has disclosed that he would petition the Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice Shiraj to investigate the alleged military brutalities against his constituents. Personnel from the Ghana Armed Forces allegedly raided Garu on the dawn of October 28th in a quest to seize weapons that were allegedly used to attack national security operatives October 24. Mr. Akuka told the media that his constituents were unlawfully attacked with some having quran recitals at the same time in the name of seizing weapons he further described the military actions as barbaric and demanded an apology from the military's high command now moving to other stories a concerned youth of secondly takwade who organized last friday secondly takwade deserved better demonstration to express their displeasure over bad leadership and the general underdevelopment of the metropolis and the western region have debunked the western regional minister's characterization of the demonstrators as national democratic congress ndc members in a radio interview after the demonstration the regional minister kobi ochrita kumensa alleged that 90 percent of the demonstrators were members of the opposition ndc a claim that has provoked many residents of Sekendi Takwade. At a press conference on October 30, Makal Mensah, the spokesperson for the Sekendi Takwade Deserves Better Demonstration, said the regional minister's description was petty and unwarranted. 
He also criticized the regional minister for resorting to partisanship and reminded him of his past when he was an aspiring MP seeking the support of every citizen. The concerned youth of Sekendita Kradi further cautioned him not to allow the intoxication of power to blind him from the developmental concerns of his constituents, which was the message for the demonstrators. The group further assured the minister of their resolve to demand better leadership and development for Sekendine. Now moving to the camp of the NPP this morning, a leading member of the new patriotic party, Gabi Otridako, has said that the party will rally around whoever wins the November 4 presidential primaries of the party. Finally, November 4 is just around the corner. The MPP that we know, once the party speaks and a new leader with his new direction is chosen, the party will rally around him and support him and the cause of the collective. To this and all, we continue to pray, he said. A statement issued by Mr. Otridakon ahead of the November 4 polls of the party urged members of the party not to be disillusioned by some of the dissenting views being expressed within the party ahead of the elections. Some of those who were only yesterday major beneficiaries of the party's electoral fortunes and were taxed with the leadership responsibilities of helping the president deliver on his mandate can be heard today leading to a crescendo that sounds like a chorus of doom, the statement said. Now moving to some business this morning, a 2024 pre-budget survey by auditing and accounting firm KPMG and the United Nations Development Programme has revealed that the electronic transfer levy e-levy and the COVID-19 levy are among the top five taxes killing businesses. The respondents of the survey felt the current tax environment was adversely impacting their businesses. Indeed, they identified several taxes, including the e-levy, 76%, COVID-19 levy, 68%, import tariffs, 68%, petroleum levy, 62%, and the growth and sustainability levy, 51%, as areas where modifications could potentially alleviate the burden faced by businesses. Respondents also proffered the following top three recommendations aimed at augmenting tax revenues and fostering fiscal savings. They include an imperative broadening of the tax base, rationalization of government expenditure, and a comprehensive review of some of the government's flagship programs, such as the Free Senior High School. They said abolishing some of these taxes or lowering the tax rate may initially reduce tax revenue, but are likely to positively impact consumption and expenditure and thus ultimately enhancing taxes. They stress that the free senior high school program has effectively boosted secondary school enrollment and would create a skilled workforce. However, the financial burden on the government is substantial, adding, we suggest revising the policy to permit financially able parents to contribute to the cost of senior high school education while ensuring continued free access for needy students. On businesses and regulatory reforms, 
The businesses said there is the need for the government to continue with digitization and simplification of the process for business registration and obtaining license. Additionally, the government should establish a revolving, sustainable, and affordable funding for MSMEs. The government should also expand programs that incentivize banks to fund MSMEs through risk sharing. Now, moving straight to some sports, Bechem United head coach Bismarck Kobe Mensah has blasted assistant referee Fauzan Minkail over the latter's offside call. Kobe Mensah said this in a post-game interview for Bechem United picked up a 1-1 draw at the Babayara Sports Stadium in Kumasi against As Kumasi Asante Kotoko. Kotoko scored first through Peter Aka, but Bechem United got the equalizer through veteran winger Augustine Okra, who has returned to the club after a two-year stint with Simba SC. Speaking after the game, former Karela United head coach Kobe Mensah wasn't happy with the decision to chop what he believed to be the winner for his side and vented at the match officials in the presser. The game was played after Kotoko legend Joe Debra's passing was announced. Now moving to some showbiz, Black Entertainment signee Sefa says even though she acknowledges that sex sells in the music industry, it is not enough to push the fortunes of female musicians if they don't put in lots of work. Speaking with Amansan Krache, Sefa, real name Sefaji Abena, Amesu noted that it was important to show more talent and put in the hard work rather than relying solely on one's appearance to succeed in the industry. Her words highlight the, the idea that whilst sensuality can contribute to an artist's image, it should be presented in a way that is respectful and considerate of the diverse audience that consumes music. One of the critical points Sefa raised was that music was a form of art that reaches a wide audience, including children. Hence, entertainers should be guided in their actions. Sefa is credited with songs such as Trotro Vibes, Odoyewu, Soft Life, Fever, Sugar, and Player. In 2022, she won the Afrobeat Song of the Year Award at the Vodafone Ghana Music Awards which fell coincidentally on her birthday. And that's how we draw curtains on the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awain Temi Akansukum. I say thanks so much. For making time have a good morning get it big get it here listen to all your life mixes live radio programs and live entertaining and news package programs right here from gtr ghana talks radio